When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve and the Big Zamboni. Big Z, honk it hard. Honk, honk. honk, honk. <laughs> on my talk, 1071. Steve is sitting here cracking up, and I have no idea what he's laughing well, at during the, pro- the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> here's the problem. So, uh, uh, last week, um, my last... Uh, was I in here on Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we had a thing that we had to do together. And then I was coming down with, like, a uh, sinusy thing, and so... It, it became evident that it was frowned upon me me being here. And so then I was broadcasting from home so as not to pass anything on to anybody. Anyway, I'm on an antibiotic. Thanks for asking. Anyway, <laughs> when I'm at home, and I need to talk to IT about this, but I cannot access our radio emails at home. So I'm just going through some old ones, just catching up. I want to read things to you successively, okay? Okay. Because here's how it went for me. Um, <clears throat> just shows you the the erratic nature of our show what people email about, and then when we get to the one, I was just like, well, that I did not see coming. Jeff said, pierogies, subject line. <laughs> Donna, don't make fun of the best Pennsylvania food since pepperoni balls. Hundreds of old Polish when will get you. I don't even know what that means. I hope it wasn't offensive. Next email, <laughs> Mr. Misty. Hi, the Mr. Misty is now known as the Arctic Rush. I still order it at uh, as a Mr. Misty float. Mm, cherry Mr. Misty float with extra ice cream, please. <laughs> Next email, Tossle Cap. Speaking of remembering, you two absolutely discussed these on a previous show, as someone else stated earlier. Then, uh, then the next, oh, Alan sends in the message quicksand talk. People is all he says. People is the word, and then he moves on. And then I get, now, now I'm like, I'm in a daze reading these emails, like, wow, what a weird show. Then Chelsea sends in, and I quote, I crapped my pants in the Beijing Four Seasons elevator as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Okay, so these are all from Friday. No, these are from last Tuesday. Because you responded to Chelsea and said, I have not laughed so hard while getting ready for bed in a long time. Glad I checked email at 10. And thanks for your vulnerability by including your first and last name. Can't wait to read it on air tomorrow. P.S. Where do you work? (laughs) That's funny. Oh, man. Thank you, Chelsea Arm Brewster. Oh no! Oh man! I'm only through Tuesday there. Oh wow! You better catch up, Steve. I'm gonna hit this man. button. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. What? I went to Vegas over the weekend to see the chicks on Saturday night at Planet Hollywood's theater, whatever it's called now. 
Um, <laughs> if you like details in your music reviews, tune out now. Okay. So you saw the chicks. I saw the chicks. It was a really good show. They did a lot of new music. That's the one thing. Like Just they started it. out with a new song. Play the hits. They started out with a new song that we know enough. It's called Gaslighter. Um, I think what they tried to do was they, they did new song, old song, you know, big hit, new, new, familiar, new, new, familiar, mm. new, familiar, new, new, familiar. You know what I mean? Like they tried to do, they, they were doing what they should have done was two hits and then uh, a new song. Not yes. two new songs, then a hit. You always go hit, hit, new. Right. Hit, and it hit. was, I mean, it was good, though. Um, there there are a couple of songs that Natalie, what now, I'm Steve? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, listen, I'm locked in. That Natalie Maines, I think there was, so Natalie Maines got a divorce from actor Adrian Pastar. Apparently, there are some alleged uh, some alleged cheating that went on. Is she one of the chicks? She is. She's okay. a lead singer. Okay. She, she sounded amazing, by the way. By the way, the music was great. It was fantastic. I mean, it was, you might as well have been listening to a record. They just sounded fantastic. And everybody was singing in the audience. It was a great camaraderie situation. Um, her son is playing guitar in the band. It was very cool. But she's got a she's got a couple of songs that are about somebody cheating, and I think there was a situation where there's an NDA type of situation involved, mm. where mm. he was trying to keep the album from being released, sure, because of some of the songs, some of the lyrics in the album that legally she can't talk about. So she makes it very vague. But we all know who she's talking about. Like, there's one song called Tights on My Boat. Apparently, somebody left a pair of tights on her boat, Mm. you know, when she got back from... Oh, jeez. You know, there's a song about how you brought this girl to my show, brought her backstage, and she told me how much she loved me, Mm. and she's a huge fan. That allegedly is the person who was part of the affair. But anyway, that was just something, you know, that I kind of noticed. But it was it was really good. They came back with an encore for Goodbye Earl. Fantastic. For me, and my friends don't agree with me, I thought it was really good because I liked the music. Sure. But I felt like there wasn't, I felt like it was like boom, boom, song, song, song. There wasn't that much interaction you know, or warmth. Yeah, right. If that makes sense, that I was like, I felt like there was a teeny bit of a disconnect or yeah. that Natalie wasn't as present as I thought she might be. That's always a uh, real opportunity for connection, too. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you're not just sitting at home watching it on Palladium. Right. Or whatever. You know, right. it's like, oh, cool, they just mentioned this and right. hey, we got up late this morning and here's why. Right. Those little morsels deepen the connection. And, you know, you want to kind of be aware of that because I think. The deeper the connection, the more merch they're going to buy. Exactly. It's like they're they're buying into it. And so it's like, hey, these are my people. Actually, since you brought up merch, can we just stop putting people's faces on shirts? Like, can you come up with something cool for your merchandise? Like, I don't want to see a picture of you on my shirt. 
I want to see like a cool writing down album my color. Christmas idea for Donna. <laughs> no, okay. Crossing that one off the list. Picture of Steve Patterson. Um, yeah, I just want to see like the Stones have the right idea. Van Halen. Mm. You know, I don't want your face. My like, daughter wants a Nirvana else. shirt. Really? I said to her, I said, oh, I do you, uh, you know, they did Rock of Ages, the uh, like the the middle oh. school version of Rock of Ages recently. Sure. So they were kind of tapping in and seeing all these different rock shirts and all that kind of stuff. And I said, what do you know about Nirvana? And of course, she said, nothing. I just know that people are wearing them and they look cool. I was like, okay. I think we've got a lot of that going on right now, which is why Target is selling that's concert where, That's merch. where I got my Rolling Stone shirt. And it, I, I it. get compliments on it so often. I just wore mine on Friday. I don't even know if you, I mean, Thursday. I did see that. I did yeah. see that. Yes. We, I think we have the same shirt. Um, but I, when people say they like it, I'm too honest for my own good. And I immediately say, I got it at Target. I know some of their songs, but I didn't go to a concert. Maybe, Why do no, I, I don't say think that? You need to say that. Should I just say thank you instead? No, you know what the, I like in that too? That's, when that's a woman great. gets a compliment on her shoes, she'll go, oh, my God, 65% off at DSW. Yeah. Like, why do you need to do that? I think women want to share because it's it's like a source of pride mm. that you didn't pay full price. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, don't think whatever you're thinking of me, don't think that. Right. Because like, I'm way more humble and down to earth than these shoes tell the story. When we come back, we would like to open our phone line. 651-641-1071. Donna had a friend who did something kind of desperate just so that she could eat cake in her hotel room. <laughs> and so it got Donna to think like, what's something kind of funny or silly, embarrassing, ridiculous that you've done out of temporary desperation? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Uh, we'll dig into that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my t- It's Steve for the Canopy Group. All right, it's no secret. Home and auto insurance premiums, they're going up. Take a look. Home and auto price increases impact the insurance coverage that your policy is going to have to pay at claim time. So weather events have actually caused some carriers out there that are overexposed in Minnesota to increase premiums all across the board, whether or not you filed a claim or not. So this kind of double whammy can be solved by the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group has 16 different companies that they work with, some of whom have less exposure in Minnesota. So these companies were hand-selected for precisely this reason, to help Canopy clients manage premiums in these unstable times. It's also no secret that the Canopy Group reviews each client's insurance program every year. Because of these increases, the Canopy Group is currently moving a record number of clients within their 16 companies. They've got you. You know why? Because they've got options for you. That's how you get the best coverage, and that's how you get it at the best price. Check it out for yourself today at thecanopygroup.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, we got the big Zamboni with us, too. Uh-huh. I just got back from Las Vegas last yeah. night. Very nice. Thank you. That flight is longer than I want it to be. Ugh. You know, I'm sorry. How long was it? Three hours, mm. maybe, which is fine. What would you have been doing? Sitting around your house or sitting in a tube in the yeah. sky enjoying modern travel? You're right. You're right. But yeah. when, you know when you don't feel great? Yeah. I didn't feel great yesterday, and I'm like, can this flight be any longer? <laughs> I love it. Very fun. <laughs> and then you're like dying of thirst, and nobody comes around, and you're like, are they not going to serve 
any water today. Oh, also, thank you for sending the um, the voice memo of the Dixie Chicks concert. That was, I felt like I was right there. Yep, I forgot I did that. Yep. It was good. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I watched Mike, so you, you sent it to Mike and me. I didn't listen to the whole thing, Mike. I listened to like 10 seconds. I was sure. like, okay, this is garbage audio quality. <laughs> uh, but, I, but what was great was... Donna and I, I've I've been with her for a long time, and so I don't respond, and it's okay. Mike is very uh, kind and nice and professional, and he did the right thing, which I thought he would do. Was it a thumbs up? I don't he, even he remember. He hearted it. Yeah, yeah. something. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like acknowledged. Yeah, sorry about no, that, no, guys. No, it was good. To, I felt like we were there. <laughs> yeah. okay, nothing, good. nothing better than distant audio <laughs> memos from a concert. Oh my God! All right, sorry about that. And not even like, hey, my kid Steve, I bet that chicks. <laughs> it was just the recording. Mm. I might have had a few mint juleps before then too. Okay, so good. Uh, all right, good. just say I was surprised I was able to get the heart out. So okay. that, worked out. <laughs> that worked out all right then. You guys were speaking each other's language. There you oh, go. It was all right. fun. Okay, so um, so I was in Vegas. Did watch the Kentucky Derby. That was very exciting. Yeah. Um, and at some point at the end of the night, one of my friends, uh, one went back to her room. The other one was like, let's just take a walk. So we walk through the casino and there's this giant vending machine with nothing but cake. Oh, wow. <laughs> so these huh. two slices of cake in one container and then you have all these choices and it's the cake boss. So Buddy Velastro. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's like carrot cake. There's. Chocolate on chocolate, there's pound cake, there's all these different cakes. So my friend's like, I'm getting that damn cake. (laughs) So she gets it and she's like, I am so going to eat this cake. So next morning, you know, we did some walking too and people got blisters and things like that. Mm -hmm. So Mary had... Mary? (laughs) Thank you. Had um, little Band-Aids up. what do you call it? Travel size band-aids. So it comes, you know, like a few strips in one thing. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. It's a little plastic. Click on that little link there and I'll okay. you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. We got these. So little... next morning I go to Mary's room. Mary? And she's like, Oh my God, that cake was unbelievable. I'm like, Oh, you had the cake, huh? And she's like, Oh yeah. She's like, I didn't have anything to eat it with, like a fork. So she used her Band-Aid case as a fork or a spoon to eat it. I go, okay, I probably would have just used my hands hands, and just had a sink nearby. She was scooping it up with a plastic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Band-Aid container. Wow. What just, a woman. I know. So it got me to thinking, well, you know, I can't judge. I've done some things before that were out of desperation in the in the moment like uh ashley for example here says i've eaten my salad with my fingers on my lunch break okay more than once also wrote my grocery list with my lipstick yeah truth i love it um i i see i had a a different i was thinking of the car because you you've you've had soup right from the container while driving, just drinking it like it's a like chicken iced noodle tea. soup. Yes. Yes. Oh. Or like wild rice, chicken and wild rice. I'm like, I want soup, but I can't wait till I get home. Isn't it funny how <laughs> the thought of chicken wild rice? Let's use. If you gave a, me a bowl and the spoon right now, I would love it. But if you said you just have to drink all of it like it's a cup of sweet tea, yeah, that kind of grosses me out. Yeah, because it's chewy. Yeah, You're chewing, but it's all still going. In my mouth, I'm just cutting out the middleman, which is the spoon. Yeah. Do we have a call? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the line lit up, so I wasn't I, sure. What was the email you just read okay, that made so you Okay, so this is, squirm. hey, Donna and Steve, this is not me that does this, but my best friend, if she knows she has something in her teeth, she will pull out her nose ring and use the end of that okay. to clean it out. And that's oh. citizen's arrest. That's where you place that person under. You get a zip tie and you just say, hey, you're better than Wait, this. She says, I'm not even sure if it's out of desperation. I think she prefers it. Barf. <laughs> oh, guys. I would do that, too. No, you can't. Is it for, for anybody out there with a nose ring, we don't want to see you put it in. Take it out, and Lord only knows. We don't want to see you use it as a toothpaste. All right, do it in private, though. Yeah, That's fine. fine. Not in front of other people. I mean, think about it. Have you ever run out of toilet paper, and you're like, all I have is this paper towel? Just, just <laughs> last week happened to me. I was in a truly uh, situation. And uh, what did, I think I told you this story, and I said I was out of toilet paper, and then you, you know what I got to do? What did you say? I had the Frankenstein. What was the, oh, what was the term? Oh, you had to Frankenstein it, like with yeah. your pants around your ankles and you're just you, walking wide out to and the just closet. Like, oh Lord, this oh, is not God. a great situation. All right, we have uh, about a minute. Let us take this call. Hi, Guten Tag. Who's this? This is Yelena. Hey. All right. So, give us something funny or embarrassing uh, that you've done. Um, I actually was last night. That's why I'm sitting here in the car laughing. I was driving home with my son. And I had soba noodles, like leftovers from a restaurant. Yeah. And it was the combination of being hungry and not wanting him to get any later at home. <laughs> so I started eating them with my fingers and, like, pulling the noodles <laughs> while driving and shoving them into my mouth. <laughs> yes, sister. And they're, like, slipping out of your hand. you got to have a good grip. <laughs> Yep, yep, and I'm yep. sure a little I got, bit. I, got, I ate all of it before we got home because he was on his like little iPad, which I rarely let him. And I'm like, he's not gonna see me eat all these noodles. <laughs> You're doing Listen. it on the down low. Yes, I love you it. made a way, sister. Do not feel judged. <laughs> we celebrate that. Thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Okay, we're not <sighs> alone. We're not alone.
Um, you want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. We can do it right now, actually. 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call. We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We have a new topic for the week. Uh, a new genre of music, and then uh, we'll find out what the genre is and what decade we are being quizzed from. 651-641-1071. It's the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. We're going to play a little game. First, we have to get a score, though. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. All right. Uh, Miss Shannon gave her best efforts, but uh, Steve did get the win on Friday. It was an important one, too. It was 50... Victories for Steve, 49 for Donna. Darn it. So I'm in the lead again. Boo! Yeah, man. Now we are doing the uh, musical mayhem, and we're going through different uh, genres all month long, and then we'll do a different decade each, uh, each day. I randomly selected for this week's genre, rock. Okay. I want to rock! Rock! <laughs> That's right. We're going to be rocking all week long. And then the next step, of course, is to figure out which decade we're going to do. This is rock of the 70s. Ooh. Yes. A little 70s rock. And we've got right. Stephanie to play along with us today. Hey, Hi. Stephanie. Good morning. How are you? Hi, kids. I'm good. Hey, you know, many people say Stephanie is the female equivalent of my name, which makes me feel like you and I might team up together this morning. Oh, we might have to get that tattoo. Hey, <laughs> all right. I'm in if you're in. Um, hey, what are you doing after the game today? You sound upbeat. Well, I'm going to get some groceries, and then I'm thinking about cleaning the cat boxes. Oh, exciting. How often does one have to clean a litter box? Every day. Well, when one when one has four cats, one must do it on a daily basis. Oh my! Word. Yeah, I had one cat, and I did it every day. I just didn't yep. want any. Isn't any... it nice though? Can, don't they cover it so it doesn't stink? They're supposed to. Well, yeah, but if they're <laughs> if with my cats, if it's not hunky dory spit spot clean, they like to find other places to go. Oh. oh, see, and I had a cat that would instead of you know they're supposed to bury it. Yeah. He never put his feet in the litter. He would just put his feet on the wall next oh. to the litter box. Like he would just start. Am I doing it? Is this working? <laughs> My paws are moving. Okay. All right. Well, with that, uh, the topic today, as uh, Mike said, is rock music in the 70s. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? Let's go with you, Steve. All right. Okay. I'll go find snacks. Bye. Yeah. Oh, it's a really bad assortment in there. So. Oh, right. <laughs> Find something. All Ran right. out of all the good stuff. So yeah, it's just gone. kind of what everyone doesn't like. So, Stephanie, you're going on hold as uh, Donna will make her way out of the studio. Steve, ready to do this? I'm ready. Rock of the 70s. Here we go. We'll get it started with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> Follow along. <laughs> You'll have peace of mind for a long time and be feeling satisfied if you can, with more than a feeling, name these New England rockers who crushed the late 70s. I feel like more than a feeling was Boston. I'm going to go Boston. This artist's 1977 debut album titled Bat Out of Hell produced a few forever karaoke favorites. Name the karaoke favorites? No, just the, the oh, artist. Ozzy Osbourne. 
1977 was also the year Fleetwood Mac released the album Rumors. 40 million copies sold to date. It featured the only Fleetwood Mac song to hit number one. Name the song. Dreams. All right. Anything repeated? Oh, man. Boston? Would British people name a band Boston? I feel like Boston's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. Yep. All right. We will bring Stephanie back in here. Stephanie, you heard the uh, questions. Anything you would like repeated or to run through again? No. uh, One and three are fine, and number two is indeed Boston. Well, hold on a second. Number one, I think, is the one you're referring to. The Oh, you, okay, well, I'll just read the first one for you again. I guess I do need it. Sorry. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You'll have peace of mind for a long time. Yep, that's and f- Boston. Okay, you're going to go with that one. Okay. And, and then, then number two is meatloaf, and number three is dreaming. Yep. Oh, so you're going to go meatloaf for number two. That was a change. He said Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. You want to go meatloaf. Okay, right. sounds good. We've, it. we've got it locked in. Yes, right. you, you just, Stephanie, you just saved the day. All right, Donna. We'll get Donna back in here. She's oh, great away call. Over Hey, Rocco, tell Donna to get in here. <laughs> DJ Rock Lobster, a sighting an hour before. <laughs> oh, Donna, Stephanie just took me from two out of three to three out of three. Oh, no. I think so, at All least. Right. Yeah. Well, Grant just told me he used my name to uh, get a favor, and I was like, wow, I've made it. What kind of favor? He dropped my name. Don't worry about it to get an interview. Don't worry about it. An interview? Oh, worry at another about station? It. No. On the Lori and Julia show. Don't worry about it. If they got Judge Judy's old bailiff, I am <laughs> out of here. I am walking. All right. I'm very nervous, but I am ready. All right. Here we go. Let's get this started with the first one. Here we go again. Rock of the 70s. You'll have peace of mind for a long time and be feeling satisfied if you can, with more than a feeling, name these New England rockers who crushed the late 70s. Boston. The artist's 19, this artist's 1977 debut album titled Bat Out of Hell produced a few forever karaoke fl- favorites. 1977 also was the Fleetwood Mac uh, release date for Rumors. 40 million copies sold to date. It featured the only Fleetwood Mac song to hit number one. Name that song. What? Uh, that, 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 that's the song uh, Landslide. Okay. Uh, no, 1977, that can't be right. I'll go back. Yeah, Rumors was released from Fleetwood Mac in 1977. That was the album. 40 million copies sold to date. It featured the only number one song for Fleetwood Mac. Mm. I realized an idiotic moment that I had during this quiz. I wasn't going to repeat it, but okay. Um, Okay. um, Can I get the last question? No. You were way over time. Well, that was a very long question. Well, it was, especially when I stumbled on it, and that's why I repeated it. um, But yeah, I mean, did you... You gave a couple so answers. So you're looking you... for a song from Fleetwood The Mac. song from Rumors. Yeah. Rhiannon. Okay. Take Here we go. all the time you need, Donna. Let's um, I, I heard Eng- England rockers, so then I was like, that's Boston. And then I thought, but why would a group from <laughs> the UK name themselves Boston? <laughs> New England, friends. That is a key critical word. New England New. was the key word. And yes, mm. it was Boston. Nicely done. Uh, and it was uh, Donna easily getting meatloaf, and uh, Stephanie <laughs> also was able to come up with meatloaf. Oh, that was the that was answer. The there was meatloaf was correct. I for thought the you second were looking one. for. Okay, got it. I had okay. said Ozzy Osbourne, and she saved me. She did. Oh, wow. He said Ozzy. She saved oh, him. Bat. Not a bat. I yeah. heard bat. Bat out of hell. Yeah, not I bad. See that. All right. One more time. 1977 also was when Fleetwood Mac released the album Rumors. 40 million copies sold to date. It featured the only Fleetwood Mac song to hit number one hmm. on the Billboard charts. Name that song. You said Rihanna. 
Rhiannon. Rhiannon, sorry, excuse me. And uh, it was uh, Dreams from Steve. Oh, good one. The correct answer. Yeah, is dreams. Stephanie, you win. Yay, Stephanie. All right, Stephanie, you really earned the victory there. I mean, you 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 helped me. Otherwise, we would have been in a tiebreaker. Well, that's kind of my. I love seventies music. Hey, you know what? Kind of old that way. Since you love seventies music, um, and I really enjoy it too. I know Donna does also. Why don't we do the tiebreaker just for fun? Can we do that? Sure, we can absolutely do that. All right, so everybody's online here. We're going to do the tiebreaker again. Use your name as your buzzer okay. to ring in, and I'll stop reading the question. Is everyone ready? ready? Yes. In 1973, this group produced what is now the fourth highest-selling album in history. They built another in 1979 with the seventh highest-selling from the decade. The first was titled Dark Side of the Moon. Donna, Donna Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, correct. Second, of course, was The Wall. Darn so it. good. Who oh, cares, Steph? You won. Doesn't matter, <laughs> Steph, you got the win. Congratulations. That's all good. All right. Stay on the line. Mike will get your details, okay? Thanks. We love you guys. Love Bye. you, too, Stephanie. Love Thank you, you for listening. Oh, man. That was really nice. That was a we tough have nice loss. nice listeners. We do have nice listeners. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that was a tough loss, Donna. Sorry about that. Hey, by the way, uh, Deep Tees, to tomorrow. Sure. To tomorrow, okay. To tomorrow. Yeah. Sure. Real deep. Guys. Going super deep. Um, on my uh, Facebook page, I posted this question. Other than I love you, what are your favorite three words to hear? I love Other it. Other than I love you, what are your favorite three words to hear? So you can go there and uh, let me know what you're thinking. I want to go to there. She wants to go to there. Oh, what a journey. That'll be fun. All right, that'll be super fun. Uh, King's coronation happened over the weekend. Boy, that was fascinating. Just, uh, and we there, heard from King Charles earlier. There was totally how he talks. There was a moment where he, I, I thought he was getting emotional because Prince William came up to him and knelt, knelt, kneeled, knelt, mm, knelt. I think knelt. I, that's a weird one. That's you say weird. It. And it's spelled with a K. K N E A L T. Connected. Yeah. K N E L T. Right. Not an A. Correct. Okay. Knelt. Are you saying yes or knelt? <laughs> but I mean, and then he read a little thing. They all had like, I thought it was interesting because there were little cue cards for for them to read from. You know, when they were oh. standing by the king and then just saying their little thing. And then he touches his dad's crown. And I then want he, that. And then he kisses so said under his breath. <laughs> that will soon be mine. And then he kisses him on the cheek. It was very sweet. It was just real. Oh, I'm watching a little bit of this. Right oh, you now. are? Yeah. Boy, Isn't it lovely? Westminster Abbey's so gorgeous. I, you know, how do we feel about the seats on the side like that? I Clears the aisle. Sure does. <laughs> I... I like them because I think that there are normal seats. Aren't there normal? I'm facing the front seats and also side seats. No, only side seats all... the whole way. I think so. Yeah. Are you sure, Queen? No. All right. But you know, there's a procession. There's always some kind of procession, so they are good seats when that happens. But then you kind of got to turn. I hope the the chairs are swivel. If they're swivelly, that makes sense. The crown, the robe. It's a bit It's much. all a lot. It's a lot. It's interesting to see. 
there's a part of it. Feels like we're playing dress up. It really does. It's like Halloween. But totally. This is interesting. Do you want to hear a little bit of the performances from Lionel Richie and Katy Perry real quick? Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's go with Lionel first. Little Commodores. They cut to the king. He's waving his scepter in the air. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the crowd goes wild at the end of this. All right, Lionel. It's going to end right here. Listen to that crowd. Oh my gosh. He's so beloved. Katy Perry sounded incredible. I think she was playing with an orchestra. How do you prepare for this? You don't have a lot of time. I don't know. Thank you. All right, here's Katy. (laughs) That voice, unbelievable. She sounds great. Unbelievable. That is incredible. She's a big star. You know what's great about her on American Idol this year? What? She, you'll see her just stop down. Somebody's auditioning and she's like, now wait a minute. L- like, listen, here's what I want you to do. Here's what you're doing. Try this instead. And you watch these coaching moments from her. And it's like, it's a little brief masterclass cool. in singing. Yeah. Did you watch last great. night? No. Okay. I'm way behind. Okay. All right. I'll watch next time. All right. We got to go. Oh, the king was just wearing like this pure gold situation at one point. Too. Oh, yeah. They undressed him at one point behind Excuse some me? partition, but the camera was still there. This all yellow, like Liberace kind of thing is cool. Understated. We got to go. All right. All right. When we come back, more of this. Blah, that's next. Hey, what's up, guys? Stevie Boy, uh, let me see. You have a busy, we have a very busy Monday, uh, Lou and I, and it was so great. I said, hey, guess what's going to be coming soon? Origin Meals delivered to our door. And I mean, that hit Lou like, like she had a visceral sign of relief. She said, that is so great to hear because I just feel like life is so busy right now. Our kids are moving at a million miles an hour. We're doing all sorts of different things. And sometimes the idea of thinking about what you're going to, make for dinner, going to the store, having the ingredients, cooking it, preparing it, and then, by the way, sometimes you set it down on the table, and only about 50% of the kids are even interested in trying it. What a journey. Anyway, with Origin Meals, guess what? You get fresh, never-frozen, delicious meals delivered to your door, so that, guess what? You get to save a little time. You get to live more, enjoy the beautiful outdoors. The weather's finally turned. You can save time, and you can eat better. Again, this is fresh, never-frozen, delivered to your door. You can check it out. Mention you're a my talker when you order. You'll save 30% originmeals.com. Welcome back. Wow. Woo. Good day. Hey, how's well, it going? Good Quick look at the stocks. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying Here to stall. Here comes the hog report. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, People love hogs. Wow. Uh, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. 
the Dow Jones down 60 points. All right. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. You have this in our show outline that all you can eat buffet restaurants are back. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say that we went looking. I, I thought Planet Hollywood in Vegas had like a great all you can eat buffet. So we, I was like, let's just do that after the show comes yeah. to come to find out it no longer exists. CTFO. Correct. Whatever that meant. Come to find out. Thank you. Um, so my friend Amy made a reservation for a buffet at a neighboring casino hotel. Name? I think it was called, it's not the Cosmopolitan, the content. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. You had a lot coming at you this weekend. You had a lot coming at you. Again, not a quiz, anyway. just general questions, so we, but still. <laughs> we made an 11 o'clock reservation. We were going to go after the Chicks show. They upped it to 10.30. The show ends up going to like 10.20 something. We're like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Let's just go eat at What's-His-Face's place, Gordon Ramsay. Got that one right. Yeah. He has a burger joint. Oh, you ate at the burger joint. I had chicken. Yep. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> My point is, it was hard to find an all-you-can-eat buffet. We found one. You know... But how many places did you look? Did you, did you, did you? We were looking for best buffets. On, fo- on the phone, and, yes, okay. Correct. Okay. Right. But, Interesting. I mean, for, for a place that was once known for, you know, the best buffet in town, mm-hmm. that type of sit, you, you'd see signs for that all over the place. Yes. And now you don't, you just don't see it. And I don't know if it's because of COVID changing things up where you don't want like too many grubby hands in well, the same place. Three years ago, you would have thought that they'd maybe be gone for good. Right. Right? Yes. You just think buffets, sneeze guards. I was just going to say that. That's the whole such thing. a fun thing to say. Well, guess what? There's, <laughs> what? A, <laughs> there's a company that tracks restaurants, and they say that this spring, visits to three leading buffets, Golden Corral, CeCe's, and Pizza Ranch, were up 125% from 2021 that's a faster rate of growth than other types of restaurants part of the reason is the easing of the pandemic of course but some people are no longer concerned about you know touching and sharing the same tongs etc but there's more to it than that there's also the cost higher end restaurants are raising prices due to inflation inflation so people are going to buffets looking for value (laughs) yeah for sure I mean, and and plus options. It's nice if you don't know if you want a salad. Or ice cream. Or prime rib. I like to be in a place where I don't have to choose until I'm holding a hot plate that I just got off a stack of other hot plates. It is so great to go through a buffet. We used to have a buffet. By the way, Golden Corral also up 14% from pre-pandemic level, so it's not just a pandemic thing. We used to go to Ponderosa Buffet. And we would go there after church on Sunday and it was right on the way home and sometimes my parents would take us there at night too where it's like all right guys we're going to go out to eat at Ponderosa and for them we had six people in our family so it's probably a good value yep but I gotta tell you and I'm not overstating this for effect the excitement that I would have when we go there (laughs) I'm not even surprised by whatever you were going to say next Knowing that I was going to go get one of those, you know, you can feel the hot plate in your hand, right? It comes off a stack of 50 yeah. other hot plates. You get that, and then you just say, 
let's see what happens. <laughs> and you go and you look at everything and you see what items are speaking to you. We would always pile up like 10 chicken wings, fried chicken wings, which were just delicious. And then what was fun, this was a U-shaped buffet. Okay, this was not a, a line. It's not a linear buffet. We were oh. forward thinking there. I thought you meant it was shaped like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Careful on the descriptions, everyone. <laughs> How would you describe that buffet, Donna? If I was saying it was a U-shaped buffet. <laughs> you go around the letter U, but what was fun about that was you'd, you'd go one time around the U, you'd bump into someone from your party. And it's like, oh, dad's getting more salad. Look at this. What's going on over here? And you're like chit-chatting about it. And then, oh, and then they, oh, they just brought out new potatoes. Now you go back and get more potatoes. Because they're new and and hot and fresh. On the other side, separate, was a soft serve situation. Yes. Or yogurt with different toppings. Toppings. I have to tell you, I, everyone's got their own way of doing things, their own procedures. I have a friend, whenever we go to a buffet, and it's been a while, she has to do a walk around to see what everything is. And I don't do that. I'm just like, I'm getting whatever's hitting me in the moment. I know what she's worried about, though. If it's a linear buffet, she is worried about filling her plate too early and then saying, oh, gosh, darn I didn't it. know I could have had that. They had hush puppies? Right. Okay. Jalapeno poppers were not on this end? I'm not that big of a planner. I'm just like, I have a plate, there's food, let's go. Sure. I like a buffet. I do too. They used to have an all-you-can-eat steak night. And me and my friend Reed Skirpin, we would go work out at Alexander's. We were trying to bulk up. And we would then come over to Ponderosa, which was right across in the parking lot, like right next to it. And then you would pay a little bit of an upcharge over the normal buffet. But then, Donna, you would eat an eight-ounce steak, and then you would say, Garcon, and the waiter would come, and you would say, I'll have another steak. They would just keep bringing you steaks. I think it was a Tuesday night thing. It was what incredible. Oh, that's insane. It was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. I just, that's, I wonder how they could afford to do that. They're out of business now. Yep. I also that? tried air frying a steak last night. Too. Oh, how'd that go? Not as well as I hoped. Oh, really? Yeah. So if anybody had a breakthrough like experience with uh, an air fried steak, let me know. But it came out fine. I overcooked it a little bit. I will grant you that. But it didn't char up the way that the internet was telling me it was going to. You just do it at 400, about uh, five minutes a side. I think I went like seven and a half minutes per side. It, it overcooked, but I still just am not sure that even if I'd cooked it correctly, if it would have been what I wanted it to be. I don't know why it wouldn't have worked because an air fryer is just an oven. Static heat, right? Right? It's just like it's a convection oven, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. So it should have worked. I blame the user. (laughs) All right. So there was an award show that went down. What was it last night? It was last. There's a lot going on this weekend. weekend. Listen. I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Again, you put this story in the grid. Okay. So he was calling everything a pop quiz. Anyway, the award show didn't have a host. Turns out didn't have an audience. Didn't have a theater either. What kind of award show? We'll hmm. tell you when we come back.